Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's go out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. He's the Hall of Famer. He covers baseball for ESPN. It's Tim Kirchin. And Tim, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Let me start with the Orioles, and they bring up another young player in Jordan Westberg, and all he's done is gotten three hits in two days. It just seems like I can't remember a farm system this robust with hitters. Yeah, this has been remarkable to watch over the last few years. And it took so long to get to this point, and people were wondering, when are we going to see the talent? And then now we see it all the time. It's so, so impressive what the Orioles have done. And this is going to keep them in a really good spot for many years to come. Uh, Once you get through the difficulties of a rebuild, things start to really look up and that's precisely where the Orioles are right now. And if you're an Oriole fan, you got to be thrilled with what the next few years is going to look like. And Tim, we were just talking about it uh, before we got you on the, the Orioles best farm system in baseball. They have a lot of assets that they can trade to get major league talent, but how do you expect this trade deadline to go with the central divisions, both of them being down, the extra wild card? We've had guests on uh, in the past saying that it, this could look a lot different than we're accustomed to seeing. Maybe buyers are buying from other buyers. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the trade deadline, I must say. I know friends in the business, people I've spoken to, don't think, Anything big is going to happen at this trade deadline, and others think it's going to be robust. It's very, very difficult to read. Just like you said, with some teams who were supposed to be good and aren't, like the Cardinals, who have finally started to play a little bit better, what, what are they going to do? There's so many teams that are in that situation. Are they buyers or are they sellers? And in all the years I've covered this, I'm telling you, fellas, there have been times where GMs have told me, if we win tonight – we're going to be buyers. If we lose tonight, then we're going to be sellers. That's what it comes down to. This is when GMs earn all their money right now. Are we in? Are we out? And that's where the Orioles are. They're definitely in the playoff race. I think they're going to make the playoffs. But is this the time to take one of those really good young players and go get a pitcher or somebody else who can help when it's not the greatest free it's not the greatest market of available players that's the tricky part 
and that's the uh, the, the line that the Orioles are going to have to uh, walk. Talking to Tim Kirchens inside access here on the fan. Tim, let me, let's go with a hypothetical, if you can indulge me for a second. Like the White Sox, who are currently 13 games under 500, but they're five and a half games out of first place in the division. If we get to the last week of July and they're 13 to 15 games out, but still only five games out of the division lead, <laughs> did, like do, do, do you look in the mirror and say, we're just not that good and, and make some moves? Or do you hang in? Well, yeah, and that's why this is such a confusing trade deadline. I think when you're five out, you have to go for it no matter how poorly you played because you guys know this. This is baseball. If you make the playoffs, virtually anything can happen, as opposed to the NBA when, you know, when Jordan's Bulls were playing and you're the last team in the playoffs and you get to play them in the first round, you have no chance to win, but baseball – doesn't work that way. So I'm not suggesting for a second that the White Sox are all of a sudden going to get hot and do something if they make the playoffs, but it's just really hard to take a team that is in a race and you tell your fans, all right, we're selling players because we don't think we're good enough to win. That is a really, really tough spot to be in. And some of these teams, you know, have sold, and the Norlick Cardinals, for instance, I just brought them up, they've sold 3.2 million tickets this year and they're going to go out and trade Paul Goldschmidt at the trade deadline I just don't see that happening I think they have to keep going for it no matter what because they have to show their fans thanks for showing up and we're going to try to win for you this year we're speaking to Tim Kirchin it's inside access on the fam well Tim Steve Cohen he put his money where his mouth was they got the highest uh, payroll in all of baseball talking about the Mets and yet on June 28th they're eight and a half games out of a wild card Tim you've covered this league for a long time if they don't end up making the playoffs uh, what is the disappointment level with them and also is Buck Showalter possibly in the crosshairs well we're waiting to hear from Steve Cohen today (laughs) I I wish I had heard it from him at this point because I'm not sure how to answer this I think Buck Showalter Last the season. I think Billy Epler does too, although that could all change here very, very quickly. I am, again, astonished what has happened to the Mets. I know when Edwin Diaz went down, that was a crushing blow in spring training, but their starting pitching ERA is about a run and a half higher than it was last year. Their defense has not been good, and this offense, which should be really good, has really been a disappointment. So everything has gone wrong for them. And the way they lost that game on Sunday in the eighth inning with three walks, two hit batters with the bases loaded, an error. They gave up four runs to the Phillies, allowing only one hit. That might have been the sign that, all right, this just isn't going to happen for the Mets this year. And I just did not see it coming at all to this level. Tim, I got to get your thoughts on Shohei Otani and what he's doing this year. And I was one of the ones, like J- Jason, who's not here today, Lockenfora. We'd argue last year. I thought Aaron Judge deserved the MVP a year ago. He thought it should have been Otani. But what he's doing this year is he had two more home runs last night. He's got 127 strikeouts. How, how is it put like? And you, hey, I, I love listening to you talk about baseball because you love it as as much as anyone. But to put in perspective, what the heck he's doing. Well, we've never seen anyone like him. I mean, maybe if there was a DH in 1920, Babe Ruth could have pitched and hit, and he probably would have led the league in homers and led the league in ERA. That's how dominant 
he was. But we've never seen anything like Otani. Just take last night. That's the first time in history that a starting pitcher has had three hits, two homers, and ten strikeouts in the same game. Ever. The history of the game. The other, as of the other day, he was leading the league in home runs and leading the league in batting average against as a pitcher. That's, that's just impossible to do. He does impossible things every day. And when you talk about the trade deadline and what happens from there, he's going to dominate all conversation because I, I can't see how the Angels can let him get away with just getting a draft choice. And yet I don't see any way that they can trade him if they, if they have even an outside chance to keep him for next year and beyond. And they better have 500 to 600 million to spend because that's what it's going to cost to sign him every single time he plays. It's must-see television. He is a breathtaking player to watch any single night. Tim, the Reds are in town to finish off a three-game series at Camden Yards, and much like the Orioles, a lot of talented young players. 42-38, and 38, they're leading the NL Central. Do you think they're going to be in it till the end for that division? Yeah, I'm at the ballpark today, by the way, and I just oh. walked through the uh, in the Reds clubhouse. You know, Ellie De La Cruz walked by, and he's about a foot and a half taller than me. <laughs> Granted, I'm not very tall. That's not the point. He is an amazing physical specimen, and it's just so interesting that at you know halfway through April, people were saying, "Oh, the Reds are terrible," and now they might be the favorite to win this division. Now, with so many young players, they're going to have some down periods. There's no way around that. However, when you're this young, this athletic, this energetic, and this hungry, good things are going to happen. And it, again, if I'm watching one game tonight on television, I'm watching the Reds. That's how exciting they are. Matt McClain, the shortstop, has revitalized them uh, in, in many different ways. And then when De La Cruz came up, it was just like a comet came by. And they're, they're a pretty good team right now. I'm not suggesting they're going to run away with this division. This division is far from over. But, boy, did they come quickly in this division. Tim Kirchin, he's in Baltimore to watch Orioles and Reds tonight. He covers baseball for ESPN. Tim, always great. Thank you so much for your time. All right, fellas. See you soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.